Welcome to the Small Scale Life Podcast. Welcome to the Small Scale Life Podcast. I'm your host, Tom. Welcome to our Homesteading for Beginners podcast. This week, Greg Burns, my friend Jay, and I finish Homesteading for Beginners podcast by discussing the definition of homesteading. This is the last part of a two and a half hour conversation that focused on the start of our own individual homesteading journeys. This is a philosophical discussion about the definition of homesteading, how to build experiences, and how to cultivate people while building community. If you're new to Small Scale Life or missed part one of Homesteading for Beginners podcast, I recommend you take a listen to that podcast. In that episode, Captain Lumber Squatch Greg Burns, my friend Jay and I, discuss starting our own homesteading journeys by asking why. And we do have a lot of new listeners here to Small Scale Life, and we've got a lot of people coming back for more. So in case you're new to Small Scale Life, this podcast, this blog, this whole social media platform is dedicated to simple living, a little gardening, a little homesteading, and having some adventures along the way. Having a lot of fun as we have those adventures too. We're glad you're here. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for taking time out of your schedule, out of your day to listen to our humble little podcast and read our posts here on smallscalelife.com. We are so glad you're here. You have a lot of options out there in the world, but we are thrilled that you're spending time with us. So in case you want to support our little podcast effort, our little social media platform, feel free to shop with us. We have a online store at kit.com slash life. We've got a few things there that we like, some garden tools, uh, some supplements for your garden. We also have some food preservation items for canning and a canning class and some other items there that you might find useful for your homestead for your gardening and your food preservation operations also kit.com that is tied to our amazon account so everything you see there is tied into amazon so if you buy something from our kit.com slash small scale life store it is tied to amazon i know you're shopping at amazon we do have an affiliate program so feel free to use that we do appreciate any support you have from for small scale life it is that time of the year where a lot of stuff is being generated at in your gardens. It's also showing up at the at the local farmer's market or at your local farmer. So if you do buy a bunch of, of vegetables and herbs, feel free to can that stuff. Do you know how to can? Well, if you don't, we have a special package for you. Over at simplycanning.com, Sharon Peterson has put together a great course on canning, the basics of canning, water bath canning, pressure canning. Maybe you know everything or maybe you're new to it. And maybe you just have some old habits that might not be up to standards these days. Check out this course. Subscribe to this course. Use the link here at Small Scale Life. Join up and join me over there as I'm brushing up my skills to learn better techniques on how to can can vegetables and, and uh, use those herbs from the garden. So join me over there. All right. So like I said, in case you missed part one of the Homesteading for Beginners podcast, my friend Jay and I were about to purchase properties in our respective areas. Jay's out east. I'm here in the Midwest. We were just about to dive into home ownership again and buy this land. We hadn't done it yet. Um, so this is dating us uh, a few months ago. So I have held this podcast for a little bit. So we were pretty excited about purchasing this property. We wanted to discuss starting our homesteads with somebody with someone that 
that had more experience than us. That person was Greg Burns. He's got more years than us uh, as a homesteader, and he started off in suburbia. He had a small garden back there and was on the road quite a bit, and then he decided uh, he bought some property and decided to move his family and and head out uh, to a rural spot and start their homestead at Nature's Image Farm. And they are a great supporter here at Small Scale Life. So for context, just to give you some idea of what we're dealing with here, our properties are completely different than each other's. We have completely different properties. Greg, Greg's homestead, Nature's Image Farm, is made up of 15 acres on two parcels in Ohio, and he's been homesteading for three years. Jay just purchased a newly constructed home with about one, one and a half acres. It's mostly wooded, and it is a slope in a rural area in the eastern part of the United States. And I purchased my father-in-law's urban home on a 6,300-square-foot city lot in North Minneapolis. So we have completely different properties here, but, uh, you know, we're all trying to do... We're all trying to start our own world and start start this homesteading thing where we are. So I'm sure if you asked 50 homesteaders about their definition of homesteading, you'd probably get 50 different responses. So in my own mind, I figured homesteading was a combination of gardening and maintaining some kind of livestock on your on your property. I figured it was about living a sustainable life by being more self-reliant and having a dash of prepping for bad times. You know, filling up the pantry with canned goods, uh, maybe having some water purifiers, that kind of thing. So you're preparing for the bad times like my grandparents used to. I kind of wrestled with my own definition of homesteading. I just... You know, I don't have any livestock right now. I don't have a chicken coop. I don't have rabbits. I don't have quail. I don't have any of that stuff. I don't have aquaponics with fish, you know, like some others. So what if I don't have those things? What if I don't have livestock? You know, I could. I'm, I'm, I can have some of those things here in North Minneapolis as long as I'm blessed by the city. You know, I have the proper permit. I have an inspection. And I pay somebody a fee. But what if I don't have livestock? What if I just have an awesome garden and a full pantry from st- of stuff that I've canned? Am I still a homesteader? So believe it or not, these are the thoughts that weighed on my mind as I rolled into this podcast. I had conversations with Jay and Greg before the podcast about the definition of homesteading. It was, I think I was driving those guys nuts. So the response I got from Greg and from both of these gentlemen really stuck with me. Especially after this podcast and after drinking a bottle of homemade wine. So I recommend you listen to this podcast and take a few notes. So think about the content of this podcast. Marinate on it. Soak it in a little bit. And then listen to the podcast again. There are some huge truth bombs in this podcast. And they really struck home as I listened to it and edited this podcast for today's show. It's time to stop talking and start doing. And this is a memo to me. It's a note to me. And there's some really good stuff in there. And, you know, as I listened to it, I was like, man, Greg is hitting a home run here. So, uh, and Jay did a great job too. Me, I'm just the, I'm the uh, comedian in the room. But there's some really good stuff here. So take a listen, take some notes, listen to it, think about it, and then listen to it again. So I appreciate these two gentlemen and their thoughts on the definition of homesteading, building community, cultivating humans, and starting our own worlds. I've made promises to both these guys, and I intend to do the work and invest my time with them. 
So thank you, Greg and Jay. And now, without further ado, here is Homesteading for Beginners, Definition of Homesteading, Part 2. That's something that Jay and I have talked about a lot, especially last year, is setting up that small community and actually doing, not talking. And it's something that I'm trying to do this year with Small Scale Life, all the people here in that's local in, in, in Minnesota, Wisconsin, I know some folks are saying, yeah, come on out. And I got to do that. And it's, it's so, it's so powerful to get that group together and you're not all by yourself, you know, and, and there's, everybody's got experiences. Everybody's got, needs some help and, and just to be together and have link arms together and go attack a project. I think that's so important and just to be there when times are tough or we even when they're not, right there, Greg? <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't hear that. What did you say, Tom? I said even when times are tough or even I when they're not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Jay, did you want to weigh in or I have I have something I'm going to throw out there to you you lads, to everybody. Yeah, uh, go ahead. Go ahead and throw it out there. Cool. Good. Well, um, when I was setting up this podcast, um, Greg and I were exchanging texts, and i i was really I was really racking my brain because, you know, I'm a gardener. I'm not. I wouldn't classify myself as a homesteader. So I wanted to know what the definition of a homesteader is. And and Greg, I don't know if you have this pulled up or if you wanted to read it or if you want me to read it, I, I would certainly do so. I mean, this is such a great definition that I just was like, wow, perfect. Um, yeah, go ahead, go ahead and read it. I don't remember. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> wow. How much have you had of that court drawer over there? I don't know. But uh, here we go. <clears throat> so my question was, you know, what's a homesteader? I'm not a farmer. I don't have a farm. I'm in an urban area. And your response was this. A homestead is... A person's or family's residence, which comprises the land, house, and outbuildings, and in most states is exempt from for sale for collection of debt. My house in the suburban HOA could have been a homestead. I think a homestead is where the homesteader lives life. There are urban homesteaders, rural homesteaders, displaced homesteaders. The homestead is the place where I immerse myself in nature and try to better understand the connection or disconnection I have with it. For me, it's plants, animals, and a sense of freedom. That's huge. A guy could have that on a 116th of an acre or 116 acres. The homestead life is a small-scale life. Woo-woo! A life worth living, a life of adventure, a life of joy and happiness, a life that only you can create for yourself that knows no scale and cannot be pinned down by a definition. Boom. That, that was beautiful, my friend. That I just had, I, I kept this. I sent it to Jay. I sent it to Julie. I, I was like, this is it. I mean, seriously. I mean, I've just trying to been, I've been trying to figure out how I fit into this whole thing. And this is like it really good stuff. And there's, there's no scale, you know, there, the, the, to be a homesteader, it has nothing to do with, scale it has nothing to do with the enterprises that you do just to feed yourself it has nothing to do with the big dreams that you might have for uh, other revenue streams it's all about 
just getting real and doing things that uh, are help building um, some some personal resilience, whether it's you know financial or food, uh, building sufficiency, and both of those things as well. Um, but you know, a homestead is different for everybody. Some folks, a homestead is a house, uh, their garage where they you know rebuild old Chevy small block motors, and they've got a garden out back, and that's beautiful because that's their dream. They're doing what it is that, that they want to do. Some folks, they they go on and, and then they end up being thousand acre farms and the homestead is the house and the outbuildings and the, you know, the, the tractor and the picket red fence and, or the, the white picket fence and the red barn. You know, for each, for, you know, for, even for the, this, just the three of us talking, definitely for everyone listening, that what it means to be a homesteader or to homestead is absolutely completely different. But the key components are, you know, when you're, when you're in a situation where you're trying to get back to nature, you're trying, trying to immerse yourself and learn where you fit in, learn where you don't fit in. You know, everything else follows. Uh, you know, it just, it, when you get right from the start, all those things, you know, kind of, you know, fall in place. It has nothing to do with, for me personally, and I'm, again, I'm just a, a beginner homesteader. I'm not an expert. I'm not a farmer. I have a, I have a farm for tax purposes and we do make sales and such to keep all that legit. But, you know, that's, you know, I, I, I bought into a dream thinking that I did want to be the next restoration agriculture farm. And I wanted to go consult across the country and the world someday. So I bought in and bought an Australian PDC program to have a piece of paper to say that I could go do that. And I went down all these routes trying to find exactly who it is that I thought that I wanted to be. In reality, who I wanted to be was that same guy who lived in the city that had a family. Who wanted to provide a better life, a simple life, uh, where that was full of joy and happiness, and it has nothing to do with the crops you grow, the animals you raise, how many acres that you're on. And I think to absolutely put it better than anyone has ever put it uh, would be Masanobu Fukuoka in this quote, which says, "When it is understood that one loses joy and happiness in the attempt to possess them." The essence of natural farming will be realized. The ultimate goal of farming is not the growing of crops, but the cultivation and perfection of human beings. That's it for me. You know, when I when I read that, I was like, that that resonates in ways that I still continue to fully try to understand as time goes on. But that's why we are we, we surround ourselves with with community and folks that are like minded. That's why we we're not charging money for workshops. We're not we're not trying to exploit or take advantage of, of anybody. We're trying to cultivate human beings, and that's it. And once you understand how significant it is to put the time and put the work into that, there's this weird time where it all just kind of makes sense, and you understand that yes, we're living in nature. And we're trying to live with it instead of work against it, the typical permaculture quote. But we're humans, and no matter what we do, Mother Nature will always win. And, and she'll laugh in your face, and she will take your livestock, and she will freeze your peach blossoms, and it doesn't care. But it's what you do in that situation, what you take away from that, that makes all the difference. And you can do that on a 16th of an acre or 116 acres. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's all about living a small-scale, simple life where you're trying to get in tune with what's true and what's right. And that's going to be different for me, Jay, and Tom. 
Wow. That's huge. Yeah. That is huge. huge. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And and I think I think that piece is missing from so many people today where they're flocking like I was saying before, they're flocking to the mega church looking for that connection. And you can have it right in your backyard, you know, and you're you're building that community around you and I think and I think that's just missing today. You know, we don't know who our neighbors are. We don't like our neighbors because they pile their snow up over your side or, you know, their dog goes over and does something in your yard that you spent, you know, hundreds of dollars for the guy to spray chemicals on. And, and we don't know why, you know, and I think, I think we've all kind of drifted apart and we don't know. And, and and I don't want to throw politics into this, but you know we can't even talk to each the other side now, uh, which other side you're on, because we're all just splintering and we're all one little piece. It, it's really sad, and um, I think this might be a way to help that a little bit. And uh, it, it, it is something, and, and it's something that I saw my grandparents do, and it's something that we could all do together. You know. Jay, you wanted to jump in there? I, I kind of rolled over you, man. Oh no! Not to put you on the spot. I was just no. I was just I was just kind of caught up in the in the whole idea of actually cultivating a person through yeah. this. There's a, there's been sort of a resurgence. I believe that history is cyclical in nature, um, and there's been a resurgence of self help books. Uh, a great guy uh, by the name of Ryan Mitchler. Or Mickler, I think it's Mickler, uh, writes a book about how guys can sort of get organized and push through to get their own goals achieved and all the things accomplished that they want to accomplish. Um, Aubrey Marcus, the CEO of On It, just wrote a book that sort of lines all that stuff out too. Um, I think we're all chasing after that. Uh, if we weren't, I don't think that there would be any uh, such a such a big market for the self help thing. What I what I do think is that you you really are cultivating people yourself. You're cultivating your your family, and it's something small. But I mean, you if you can, I've got, I've got a great friend who is a is a chef, and he's a great cook. He has his own garden. We talk about square foot gardening all the time. We it, we we bring up the topics all the time, and. Uh, he says it just feels great to know that, you know, if I want to put radishes on something, it comes from the dirt right out in my backyard and I use this system. Uh, you know, the two, he and his wife are closer through that connection of gardening and they've got some chickens and some cows and they, it's their second year doing all of this, but they, they've really seen a lot of improvement in what they do in their lives. And I think that it's going to sound a little, uh, I guess mean, but I don't think it's for everybody. I really don't. I, I, I don't think, I don't think that your, your, your life is defined. Once you realize what you're creating, I don't think that you, when you get into all this and the homesteading thing, I don't think you realize that your life isn't defined by the pictures that you took or the, um, vacations you went on. Which, while those can be fun, I think it's your I think it's your accomplishments and your connections with people in terms of 
what did it do to improve your life? And I think that you're going to see a, a moderate resurgence of people returning back to all this. I think that the growth that you'll see could improve families and the family is the core and the center of what makes, I, I think, the, the country function. That's my impression of it. I think we've lost our way. I, I, I personally think it's systematic. That's just me. I'm a big conspiracy theorist guy. Um, I, didn't, I didn't bring any tinfoil with me on this trip, but that's another discussion for another time. Oh, God, um, I got it on my head. Look out. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm, my, my head's nodding and my fist is pumping. I'm, I'm with you there, brother. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I, I, I uh, And I, I totally agree with you guys. This is a realization that my, my brother and I came to is it's about experiences. It's not about going to another movie. It's not about watching a tv show together it's about getting out in the woods and going after some turkeys as a family or going after some some deer and doing the deer camp thing or getting together and planting some trees in the quarry where it's like a desert out or or just going up to the cabin going fishing or or just going kayaking or canoeing together this is about shared experiences and this is something that i just i like missed in my 30s because i was working my rear end off and you know, you can do some really cool stuff and build the memories and build that family unit unit, and then go out from there. I mean, this is such a important thing and, and um, something that I'm not going to – I'm 45. I'm the oldest one on this podcast. I'm not letting another day pass because I might not have too many. You just never know. So you got to make them count. That's but, true. You know, when you think about – and Jay could probably speak to this because he's, you know, thinking about oh, – Tom, you too. You know, when you guys are in the garden – you know, and you're if you're chop and drop, and you're putting comfrey down, or you're you're using your leaf matter to kind of turn that soil into something that's better than what it was. You know, are you are you making soil or are you building soil? I think it's pretty clear you're building soil, right? So you just don't go and make memories either. You build memories. You put the time into folks and and these events and situations, even with your family. You know, if you think about just it, we all have our own specific traditions. And if we think about Christmas, you know, it's not that that one time that one kid dropped that bulb. It's that one time that every single year there is a new kid or a younger kid that does the same thing. Or we all put the star on. We all read the story. We all do this. We're building those memories. We're cultivating that soil. The same thing could be said for. Uh, how we how we we treat and raise our animals, what we do in the garden, what we do with ourselves, with our wife, when no one's looking, when no one's you know, what do you do when when no one's looking? You know, are, are you are you are you building that soil, you know, and uh, and that fertility in your wife's heart and your 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 kids' heart, your neighbor's heart, your community's heart, you know, are you just are you just that person who wants to take that quick picture, put it on Instagram, because you think that's what it's all about, and once you can kind of see through all of this. It's it's amazing, and I'm and I'm I'm young, and I there's going to be a whole lot that I'm going to figure out that I was dead wrong on. I guarantee it. Um, it just seems to me that there seems to be a reoccurring theme in life, a a, a cyclical event, at least for me, to where all the main events in my life that are memories are actually based on building those memories. It's it's one season after another. It's not a quick one-off friendship you know we folks come and go into your lives you have friends that you guys you you think are the best of friends for that season 
that time and season is up, and then you drift apart. It doesn't mean that that season uh, is irrelevant or ir- irrelevant. It just means that it was just for that time. There are certain things, however, that content that that builds year after year after year after year. I mean, can you imagine what what your garden would look like in ten years after chop you know chop chop and drop and constantly building up the the, the, the beneficial organisms in it? I mean, you you throw a seed in it and basil pops up the next day. You know, rather than that's that's the goal. But up front, we have to put all the time into it, all the work. We have to show up. We have to actually build that soil so that someday, so that one day, that soil is in a condition to where it's just fertile. You know, and it's the same thing. You know, with you know, Tom, you've got kids. Jay, yep. maybe, and maybe in the future, you know, you just you don't make a child. You, you make a child, but you don't make a child into a man or into a human. You build on things on experiences on lessons yes and it's there's you know like i said i'm young um but the more of this quart jar that i drink and the more experience (laughs) that i get in life it just seems like everything builds on one thing after another after another after another and if we don't subscribe to some kind of basic belief that if we don't get in tune with a certain ordinance to it all then we're constantly working against or working in conflict. And you know, mm. that's that's one of the biggest things that I think everyone misses in yep. the journey to be the next Joel Salatin is that they they don't it this this all takes time. Everything is context specific. Everything is all about your goals and what you want out of it. It has nothing to do with building the best chicken tractor, having the most profitable farm, or having the most delicious blueberries. That that's you you would be amazed on the, the 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 small things that we that we've accomplished. It wasn't in the actual accomplishment where the memories made. It's in the, the the doing the work and actually the cultivating that aspect. That's the big takeaway. And I think if more folks would would tune into that, you're not gonna you know, folks who are first getting into this. They're not gonna even they probably are tuning out. They have no idea. You know what I'm what I'm even talking about. But the more experience you get you'll start to realize that the path that you initially thought you were setting off onto, it kind of changes. And if you keep true to why it is that you're heading down that route, then you end up in a place where, just like in, in, the, in the Fukuoka quote, you know, when it's understood that one loses joy and happiness in the attempt to possess them, eventually you'll find yourself being successful and there are no shortcuts to it Mm -hmm. but you'll find yourself where you're out there and you're looking at those seven foot tomatoes that are loaded and beautiful with black crims and you're like joy and happiness shows up not because you planted it and it happened but you're doing those things that joy and happiness comes naturally and that's when you know that's when i know that that i'm in the right spot it's got to be yeah it's got to be a a personal thing for you and i think i trying to figure out what i suppose what defines a homestead like we've always said is different for each person because it's it really is it's about what you're doing and why you're doing it not not really anything else what you know what's your what's your purpose behind doing it i think we're all pretty much in the same vein in terms of that but it's it's really 
it's just really what you're going to do with it, what you want to do with it. So I'm, I mean, I'm thinking about, you know, the people aspect of this and building that group of people around us, you know, and I know Jay, you're moving to a new area, new area. You don't know anybody. Maybe, um, I know, I, I know my neighbors and that's right next door and that's about it. Um, and it, it it took a long time to figure out that man is not meant to live alone, and it's it, we're not meant to be alone. We're meant to have companions with us, not only our spouse but other people in our lives. And to give, it's not only getting but giving. And uh, I've I've been guilty of just giving, uh, getting, you know, and 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 we're, that's what we're hoping to do is really to give with this. Well, with this podcast and with what we're doing here and, and really try to invite people in and become, you know, to get some community around us and get, have those experiences with people. Because in the end, you know, are you really going to sit there on your deathbed and say, gee, I wish I would have got that report done earlier. I wish I would have went out and looked at more, you know, flooring in Kansas City or, or railroad crossings in Wisconsin or, you know, opened up another car that was all smashed up i mean we're not we're not doing that you know we gotta there's other things in life and and we all have need to make a paycheck and it's a good thing but you know these other things and, and greg you're ahead of us in this regard but i think you're on to something there man and i and i commend you for that salute <laughs> cheers <laughs> <laughs> i'm not ahead don't, i mean i'm not ahead don't it's you know my our each individual journey and path and road is looks completely different. Yep. You know, I'm just I'm I'm at a point on mine to where I've messed enough things up to where I get feedback, and you know it's I I, I appreciate the opportunity to share that with folks, not because uh, I think that what I've figured out is superior to anybody else's, but I like to I would rather share what I've messed up and what I've learned from that then share with what's successful because what's successful it isn't going to work for tom or jay or dan or anybody else but where i failed maybe there's takeaways that are more in line or in tune with human nature which is directly compatible with each and every one of us more so than land and context specific ways of raising pigs or tomatoes or if you're in colorado cannabis whatever (laughs) suits your fancy Right, right, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> I won't say anything. Um, yeah, <laughs> he's growing grass out there. I don't know what you're talking about, man. I mean, he mows grass. That's what he said on my podcast. He's just cutting grass and building soil. That's what he's doing. So um, he mows it down and puts it in a bag and sells the kids at elementary oh, school. Shit. The circle of life. <laughs> oh, jeez! Wow, how much of that court have you had, brother? <laughs> what court? Oh, what court are you talking? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> wow, this um, this podcast went a lot different than I thought it went. It, it was going to. They go. always do, Tom. Oh, they always do. I mean, there there is a lot of good, deep stuff in this podcast to pull apart, you know, and think about. I mean. I think we were trying to get into talking about maybe trees and animals and systems yeah, and context <laughs> and all these kind of things. But to be honest, 
that stuff is great and it's fascinating and it's yeah. alluring. It's it is important, but I honestly would I, I I hope folks spend more time on the things that we've already hashed out, thinking about those, because once you get that straight, I mean, you free your mind, the rest follows. If you get yeah. caught up in the wrong things yep. to start with, with a, a misunderstanding of context, I mean, I've been talking a lot, so I'll make this I'll make this brief. You're but, a preacher. You're a preacher's son. That's okay, man. It's it's all good. Grand grandson, but yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, when 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 Grandpa said, "Let's all stand," that was after like a four hour sermon, and "Let's all stand" was two more hours of Oof. yeah. So I, 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 won't, I won't do that to you guys he? tonight. <laughs> but I I was setting out on a. I got in a like we've already talked about. I was in a I was in a situation where life meant something different to me all of a sudden. Yeah, and once it did, we made it a decision as a family to get back to what was clean and simple and real, and that's how we were going to spend our days. And in doing that, and having no knowledge, you lash out in all directions. And I ended up thinking that I needed to buy education, and I needed to learn from all these different people. I went to a farm in, in Indiana, thinking that this guy had the answers. And you go there, and I learned a whole lot, not about what he was doing, <laughs> but what I knew that I definitely was not going to do for the rest of my life or my family's life. Yeah, oh, yeah. You just, you know, so everyone has a certain way of doing their own thing. Um, and it, it, it's, you, can't lash, you can't latch on to what they're doing um, because you don't understand the full context. You don't understand uh, if they're paying land payments or mortgage payments. Or what their overhead is, and those things aren't disclosed to almost, to almost anybody. Yep. Right. Yep. Um, you know, private financials are private financials, um, but when you have folks that are yearning for information and they're and they're trying to latch to something that they think is going to make a difference, that they think they're going to be able to quit their cubicle job, buy a piece of property, raise broilers or pigs, and make seventy grand a year the first year. I mean, there are there are folks in Ohio who have lost their farm. Who have gone thirty grand in debt to do market gardening and raise livestock? Oosh. There are folks that have gotten that I know that have gotten divorced um, and lost their entire families because they've gone all in trying to make these things happen because they bought into a dream without fully understanding the context. It definitely works for some folks, but you never fully understand the context until you throw it against the wall and see what sticks for yourself. And, you know, when I realized that in order to make up my full-time income, and I'm, I'm self-employed, my, you know, my, I, I have a real job. The homestead doesn't pay the bills. It's profitable, but doesn't pay the bills. When I realized that I needed to run 300 hogs a year to, to even, even begin to put the time and energy and inputs into the farmstead, I mean, it, it was an absolute shock and mind-blower. I wouldn't have learned that if I didn't have that that early um, influence with that education, and then try it, and then and then get that feedback. But you start to re- you start to put things in perspective. I wish hindsight wasn't twenty twenty. It would it would be a hell of a lot easier and cheaper if you understood more on the front side. But I guess that's maybe part of all the journey. Yeah, you know. And so I don't I don't you know. I don't speak ill or um, speak against anyone who's trying to sell 
this education or information because there's so much of it out there. But there's if folks would just spend the time in understanding themselves first and being clear about their intentions, you know, if it wasn't for the fact that my wife is constantly checking me <laughs> in a positive way, keeping me on track, man, I would have probably had who knows the shenanigans that I would have conjured up <laughs> to try to make a living. I mean, it's just I could I could beat this this dead horse all night, so I'll stop. But yeah. it's it's you know everything is so context specific, um, and you don't understand that until you go out there and you and you try to do those things. But if you don't understand yourself in the context, you are asking for it in a, in a, in a bad bad way. And some folks pay have paid the ultimate price, and I, I don't want to see folks do that. So I think that's why sometimes maybe I, I get on this pulpit a little bit too long and I maybe speak a little bit too loud. It can be a little bit too coarse about some of these things, but it's we like Jay mentioned, everything is cyclical. And I feel like we're back into another spot that we were probably in, in the late sixties. And if we can get more folks to hang on and, and seek this kind of lifestyle out, I think that would be for the better, but I'm not, quite so sure it's going to actually happen like that this is you know what most folks don't understand is homesteading is not a cheap way to live it's it's very costly and expensive to start all these systems and to get to a position where you can even start even if it even if it's a even if it's urban homesteading it's still expensive and you have to just if you're not real with what's going on to start with you know you're setting yourself off to you know be at a loss that's that's tough because that loss is different for for everybody yeah at this point i i see the biggest uh that biggest loss in terms of um what i'm what i'm pushing towards is time i see i see a lot of time spent yep and then but on 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 the same note uh, on the same side of things i i i I ask if it's really genuinely wasted you know if i were to spend Mm. all day um working on building those beds or the first bed and cultivating that soil and getting those resources and doing what I, you know, doing what I need to do to build that. I I genuinely look at it not as time wasted, but it is time spent and it's time well spent because your rewards, you know, like you said, it's expensive, but considering those rewards, you really can't, I'm not sure if you can put a price on it, you know, so. It sure beats. It sure beats coming number one in your fantasy football league, doesn't it? Sure does. I can't. I can't tell you how many times Ugh. I. Uh, and I mean, I flew out and saw Tom for a game. Yes. I, you know. Yes. It. It. You. You consider what people do and how much time they spend on for sixteen weeks, twenty weeks, and how much they absolutely put into. Something that gives them no return. Yep. Zero. Zero. Immediate return. return. Immediate return, yeah. but, but no residual. Yep. Right. Let As me, opposed to, yeah. Let me tell you guys a story. Um, my grandparents were in Kenosha, Wisconsin, and my, my grandpa worked uh, as an insurance salesman and had a heart attack. My, my grandma was a seamstress, and they decided that whatever they were doing was too much stress. They need to, they needed to have a different life. 
So my grandpa, they had vacationed up near the Wisconsin River in central Wisconsin for years. And they just, if I understand the lore right, if I understand the story right, they, they approached a, a banker who owned a piece of the craft estate on this lake in central Wisconsin. And they bartered and, and set up a contract for deed for this property. And they bought this property with the, a house, the staff lived, uh, the horse carriage house, a small cabin, and two other little domiciles. And they set up a resort there. And that was their vision. They had a garden. They hunted, they foraged, they fished, they they ran this little resort, and and they did other things on the side, but they figured it out, you know, and they figured out a way to live and live the lifestyle they wanted to, and I think, you know, we can all do this. I mean, we might have to work a regular job, and then we come home and we have to do my, you know, tend the livestock or go to the garden and water it or you know, fill up the self-watering system, the wicking bed. And Donnell, looking at you, buddy. Hmm. Um, you know, but I think, you know, there's there's a way we can have the life we want. We're just going to have to make sacrifices, and, and we're going to have to just do it, you know. And, uh, and, and like Greg said, don't forget the reason why, you know. And it's, I think we can do this. I think we can, you know, times have changed. But we can we can make the life we want to if we're dedicated to it and we build the community around us and we're just dedicated to it, you know? You guys seem way smarter than I am. What's the um, – I remember in high school there was – I think it was an English class or maybe it was literature. I think it was – was it uh, Henry David Thoreau? We're the uh, – let's see what – we're the uh, master of our fate and captain of our soul. Wasn't that, that is, um, was that Captain Ahab? No, it's uh, – <laughs> It, Master it, of our fate, captain of our soul. It's um, there's a there's we, we a need, poem. We need, we need one of uh, Joe Rogan's like guys in the background who like does all of the oh. research for us to make uh, us sound even smarter. Yeah, sorry, where's, we don't have a producer. Where's Brian? Where's Brian Callen when you need him? I uh, know Brian Redband. Uh, oh God, it's, I don't it's, have it. Our fate, captain. Let's see what pops up. <clears throat> It's from uh, oh, Ernest, Ernest Henley. Beyond this place of wrath and tears looms yeah. but the horror of the shade. And yet the menace of the years finds and shall find me unafraid. It matters not how straight the gate, how charged with punishments the scroll. I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. And that's, that's what it means to be a homestead is, is you. This is all going to be different for everybody. You know, and so that you've got to stop thinking that you have to do the things that you see everybody else doing on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube. You have to just do you, and 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 not do the things intentionally to bring you joy and happiness, but do the things that you feel led to do. That when you're standing back and looking at that black creme tomato plant, you feel satisfied and you feel joy and happiness, and you don't want to take a picture of it and share it with the world. Because you don't want to be little it that way. You're, you're, you're just in that moment. That's when you know you've hit that spot. And that's going to be different for all of us. And you've got to just put the time into understanding who you are, what nature means to you, where you're off. You know, where, where, the, where those, those frequencies are off and just get tuned up. 
Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, that's that's about the extent of it. It it almost takes a removal from society in a sense. You almost have to reject it. The reason I say that is because <laughs> you're going to be spending so much time on on working on what you've got on that little garden out back on you know yep. the, on the fence on yep. on you know getting up early to do those chores and going to bed early because you got to get up and do it the next day or go to work and have somebody else do it i really think you you force your own hand at re- removing yourself from society which isn't the worst thing in the world at this point no. honestly especially no. not now no. When society is, is a Facebook snapshot and the best thing that happened in that person's life that week and then everyone compares their life to it. I mean, that's... I don't know what you're talking about. I enjoy Facebook. I have lots of drinks there and I do lots of videos. I don't know what drink. you... Oh, the drinky drink. Is this is what I do. It, it has a purpose. Well, it has a yeah. purpose. But most of us are guilty of letting that have too much influence over our life, over our perceptions of reality. And... There, I, I do like to share stuff, and I'm guilty of, of probably being on there too much. But there are so many like awesome things that happen that nobody sees. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That nobody, gets, nobody gets to see. Mm. That's for me in that moment. That's for me and my kids and my wife or me in that tree. And that's it. Yep. And like those moments that you have to find, you don't make those moments. You build those moments. And once, you've, or once you find yourself s- standing in a position where – you just realize that, then it's like, hey, maybe and only maybe I'm in the right spot right now. And that's all you can really ask for it for, as far as being a homesteader. I think that's, that's, the, that's the creed is, is tr- just trying to get in tune to you have those moments. I mean, because it sure beats the hell out of the alternative. I mean, you know, what else, what else can you be doing to find that? And maybe some folks do. Maybe, maybe one thing I thought is maybe we're all tuned differently. You know, maybe we're not all A440, as Jay would understand. Maybe we're yeah. not. Maybe yeah. some of us are A440 and some of us are 220. Yeah. And the 440s is a, is a frequency and 220 is a frequency. You know, maybe we all these different frequencies have to be there. If not, A440 wouldn't mean anything. And so it's, it's easy. And I remember... You know, when we were first making the move uh, and, and making these things happen, you would look at everybody else as being odd and different. And why, well, why wouldn't you want to move out and race pigs? Like this is like the best thing ever. Well, maybe they're two twenty. Maybe they find that and upward sports and their Volvo and their forty inch TV or whatever that might be. I mean, it's not for me to say. And I think once you realize that it's not for you to say, then you can focus on you and you can focus on the actual cultivation of human beings and. Like Tom was saying about, you know, when you're on death's doorbed and we're all heading there, you know, what are you going to say? Do you wish you were, you took four more pictures on Facebook? Or do you wish you would have taught your kids how to raise bees and make it into hooch or raise pigs so they can feed themselves or teach them valuable lessons? Or more importantly, try to shed light into the things that matter to you so they can matter to them. I mean, that's... I think homesteading is like this this nucleus that involves inside of an atom. And that atom can be farming, it can be ag, it can be life. And but there there is such a 
condensed, small-scale, simple aspect to homesteading that applies to everything once you understand who you are and you're honest with why it is that you're heading down this road. And that's probably all I've got to say about that, Tom. That's all he's got to say about that. Wow. Yeah. That, <laughs> what do you say? I mean, wow. Uh, Jay, do you want have anything to say? Um, you know what? Trial and error is going to be frustrating, but it'll be your best friend. Put the plants in the ground. Start making plans. Just start, you know. Start. You come up, come up with an idea. You have to start. You can't just... It's not going to be a, a home and garden channel thirty set or thirty minute montage of. Wait a minute, that's what small scale life was supposed to be. Come on, man, come on, work with me. No, <laughs> no, this is this is a this is a this is a removal from society. This is a movement away from what your life is now and what it is supposed to become. Yeah, it's not. It's not supposed to be comfortable. It's not supposed to be easy. What it will be is rewarding. So get it in the ground. Whether it's a fence post or a tomato plant, just do it. Get it in the ground. Get it in the ground. Your group, your your garden, your pigs, your chickens, get it in the ground. Oh, yeah, Jay man. nailed it. You, you can't arrive until you start, brother. I mean, there's no other way around that. Oh, he's starting. There is no way to arrive until you start. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, that's the biggest thing that I noticed. People are shocked, like I'm some kind of wizard when they find out that I grew. <laughs> you know, you grew tomatoes and peppers. How'd you do that? Well, you see, and like I'm not going to go into the details with them. Why would I do that? If they want to know, they'll sit down and talk to me about it, and we'll go from there. But you need to get the stuff in the ground. Do a little research. Buy a book, do the research, and learn something. I see people that I work with complain about their current lot in life. I see them complain about politics and the way the world is going. The second you put up a challenge to them and their forward head tilt and their time on their cell phone, if you were to add up how much time somebody was on their cell phone during the day, I'm just as guilty at times, but... I'm also getting it done. They would be either offended or they would shut down. And I can't take I can't take a conversation with them seriously until they're willing to actually do the work. You know, there's I mean there's tons of people that make a ton of money doing that. But you know, hey, this is how you do this and they just tell you over and over and over. They're going to do it one way or another. And they'll switch it up and it'll be new and improved and everything will be, you know, revamped and you pay another twenty nine ninety five for it. Until until you go out and buy what you need to buy or barter for what you need to barter, and until you get it done, you're spinning your wheels. You're spinning your wheels because you're talking about it and you're not doing anything about it because talk is not going to get tomatoes to grow out of the ground. Talk is not going to get you that food force that you so desire. What is is some backbreaking labor and some plants and learning how to plant them at the right time and water them and keep pests away. Instead, all you're really doing is theorizing. A lot of people talk about it. Not a lot of people do it. 
if they did, we wouldn't be in the situation that we're in, right. you know, with our True. food supply and what people consider food and why people eat the way they do and the disease that results. And I mean, hey, if you're producing sugar, it's not the worst time to be alive. Let's put it that way. Um, but it's going to be a removal. You're going to remove yourself from the norms of society and all those things that you're comfortable doing. You're not going to be. You're not going to want to do them. You're going to be too tired. So. Hey Jay, do you have trouble sleeping at night? Um. Well, <laughs> in Cheyenne, I do. But, <laughs> <laughs> um. It's just because I'm away from my, you know, from my condo and my wife. Right. You know, and as soon as we get into the new house, it's it's going to be it's going to take a few nights. But I'll tell you. The day we move into that condo, I'm going to get a a loader and some you know some soil, and it's it's going to start getting it's mixed on. up. Oh, <laughs> it's on full steam ahead. It's on. Let's go. Yep, yep. So even if it's just late crops this year, you know, it's going to be we'll have late crops. We'll try winter stuff. I've never done that before, so you know. Well, Tom, well, did we just burn up all of your? Um all of your bandwidth for Fireside this month? No, not at all. Not at all. This was this was fantastic. And it, you know, I wanted to add on to the back end of this podcast. I made I made two promises uh, to both of you gentlemen, one to each of you. So, Jay, I did promise I would come out and help you out at some point, my friend. So, you know, pick yeah. your battles, whether it's this year or next. And then Greg, if I am invited back for Hogtoberfest, I'm putting you right on the spot. If you have it again, I mean, this is a big expense and everything else. I will be there with bells on, <clears throat> and we'll hey, get a I, video of that. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate um, Tom. Thanks for having us on and letting us. You know, I, I'm sure we were trying to maybe head in a different direction of yeah. talking about. Maybe how to thing, how to do things, but I think why to do, and that realization before how to do, I think is probably the most underestimated, most valuable yeah. piece of information that folks never knew that they didn't know. At least for me, it was. Oh, hell yeah. And, you know, if I had you two guys around, around the campfire down in my land in central Wisconsin, we would have some serious we wouldn't wake up at four o'clock in the morning go hunt turkeys i could tell you that because we'd be up till like three talking deep stuff about stuff you know what i'm saying i mean this is great i mean i i love talking with good guys and you guys are good guys so this is the i love you man part of the show (laughs) you know when tommy cakes has had a couple drinks it's all about the you know when tommy cakes has had a couple drinks it's all about i love you man i'm just gonna have another drinky drinks drinks. i did notice on the last uh, midweek motivation that tommy didn't didn't get his drinky drink oh well Uh, i made sure to make up for that tonight well he made up for tonight and uh he's gonna have another one tomorrow and uh, i got lots to do in the part times i mean come on guys give me a break I'm I'm a you know, busy guy working for the boss. Hey, when you uh, when you talked to Dan, did he uh, did he hint at a uh, secret project he was up to? He did hint at a secret project. He was very secretive about the secret secret C of the secret, secret project. Secret. Yes, yes. But he did mention that there was a podcast coming out soon from the the Lumbersquatch uh, Network. Yeah, the Lumber Squatch Network. That something was coming. Okay, I, I just want to make sure. 
Is there any more information you can tell? I mean, the small scale life. I don't know is, anything about it. Small scale. Small scale life is where you know Scott Hebert launched his vlog, and he's up to like seventy five videos now. I mean, he's rocking and rolling. I mean, you can you can tell you can divulge here. This is this I is. I mean, if you really think about it, I think everyone, uh, everyone who podcasts in Ohio or in Canada probably owes their career to you tom so i'm glad we could let this launch <laughs> wow this little secret get out is this, right now is this a safe space for this is safe space of- tom this is a safe space yeah you this guys is are all safe here this is where you say here stays here oh yes I mean, yes it, it doesn't go out to like tom's hundreds and thousands of subscribers so i mean we're safe we're totally yeah. cool yeah. yes yeah. yes well this is where we there put- might be there might there might be something coming up here in the future tom well, I will be happy to be a guest on there to drink wine and or whatever and just have a good old time with y'all. So I'm in. Okay. Cool. Jay man, how you doing? Yes, sir. You doing all right? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I'm actually driving it. I need to I need to eat something. So all right. we were talking about good food and there is zero good food here. So I'm just <laughs> gonna go to Applebee's and see if I can't find some sort of vegetable. Oh, Good grief! Um, yeah, well, yeah, I'd stay away I, from the uh, stay away from the romaine lettuce this time of year. Yeah, I hear it's uh, full <laughs> yeah. of wisteria. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, again, I have my own political theories as to why that's happening, but that's well, another time. Jay, oh. any just remember, anytime you can post on Small Scale Life, we'll upload right away. So feel free. Otherwise, where where can we find you, my friend? Instagram? Um, yeah, yeah. You can look me up. It's uh, I think it's Dolan Hulk. I don't remember. Like, Link in I've the got show. All kinds of interesting. It's a secret. It's a secret. Yeah, it's a I mean, secret. Hang on, let me look it up. But when well, it's Dolan Drive, that's breaking the law. Yeah. On there, I have, I have my ways. Hey, I've, I'm. Uh, He's I, parked. He's I have parked on the side of the road right now. I have a badge, yeah. so don't do that. So it's Dolan Hulk <laughs> at Dolan Hulk at uh, on Instagram, and uh, you can always find it in the show notes. We'll throw it in there if you want it to be so. Always the small scale life uh, page is, is is always super active. The admin on that page is always putting out relevant content and interacts <laughs> with uh, the folks on there, and doesn't hide behind people and things. So that's I always love to yeah. go there and check things out and contribute. And hey, if you want to get some great yeah. uh, fruit or nut trees, go over to Nature's Image Farm and use code SSL for small scale life and get ten percent off and free shipping. And you know, help out a good family over there in Ohio. With uh, with a guy who thinks deeply about life and pigs and gardens and all the stuff we love, so I blame the mead. I do too. Yeah. The food forest is going to start, so Oof. don't rush them things. Let, some, let you know, some, learn learn the land, learn yep. where what where the, where the what the water looks like, what it doesn't yeah. look like. You know, yeah. yeah. Take some time to observe your land before you start slapping your ideas on it for yeah. sure. Totally, and yeah. I was saying the same thing about the sun and the shade, and where where what's in shade when, and just kind of watch it. Yeah, absolutely. I'm doing the same thing. This, that, all this stuff was probably the stuff that people are going to tune in to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, yes. Great. Watch the shade. Watch the water. Where it pools and where the deer go. Absolutely. <laughs> Baker we'll next Baker time, Creek. Tom. Yeah, Baker Creek Seeds, Farmer's Almanac. Watch a bunch of videos on YouTube. Listen to this podcast and get it in the dirt. For the win. Figure it out. Yeah. What else do you really need? Find an old timer and pick his brain <laughs> and learn why things are the way they are in your area. And, I mean, you 
you don't need to spend $1,000 to go get your permaculture design certificate to be some schmuck that you never wanted to be to start with. Wait, wait, wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Guys, I was going to start aquaponics next week. I've got a big bed that I'm going to lay out in the backyard. So plastic and clay pellets for all. Right. <laughs> like anything else, everything is highly context-specific. <laughs> your context first. Guys, this has been Absolutely. so much freaking fun. I have loved every minute of this. You guys are great together. I, I, I don't even need to be here. It's so good. I don't need <laughs> to be here. I'm just going to hook you guys up and do a podcast. It's awesome. I think Jay just burned the internet down, though. I don't know that we're going to be able to come back from this. So this right. might be yeah. the guy. We, we, we didn't need it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Have, have you seen what it's doing lately? We don't need it. Anyway. Right. True fact. Right wait, there. wait. That's true. Wait, didn't one of the Kardashians blow it up a few years ago and it's just this is just the specter of it this is just the ghost right yeah speaking of listeria um, (laughs) all right thanks again tom for uh letting us get on here and blab on philosophically for i don't know how long but two and a half hours actually it's been great (laughs) are you gonna break it up into eight parts or can you let it go in one release Mm, i'll check the one release but i might break it into two just because it's so good okay well, thanks again, Tom. And Jay, <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't burn your ears off there. I know you're busy, but thanks for coming on no, and man. talking with us, too. It was, yeah, it was I'm great. glad I got to do this because I was, I was starting to get a little cabin fever in the, uh, in the hotel room. So. <laughs> or the uh, hazmat outfit, you know, whichever. Yeah, well, that yeah, that too. Whatever. Hydration. Yeah. Whatever. And Tom, let me just say thank you for all the work that you do. Thanks, man. And the small-scale life and, and putting you know voices out there with just regular guys doing – the best they can with, with what they have, with what they know, and I think that means a lot for means a lot to me. Hey, thanks, man. It's so, so thanks, Tom. Yeah. I don't know everything. Yeah, I just have a lot of fun doing it, and then I I will keep doing it just because it is so much fun. And you know, throw a little Tommy cakes or uh, hey, you have not met my friend Dmitri yet, and we will have these discussions <laughs> about the Russia and what we do in Uh-oh. Russia. No, <laughs> this is the, this is why you're my favorite podcast. And you're the preferred <laughs> podcast. For the for the uh, Lumber Squatch Network. So oh my God! Too, yes, I know oh, you, you guys. Go. They've been asking for rap. <laughs> I've got to work on that. So you know, got to work on that. But I have okay, several Tommy. songs that were ready to go. So we'll have to work okay. on those too. So, all right, buddy. All right, boys. Love ya. We'll see you guys. All right, fellas. Take care. See ya. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>